This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Understanding the principle of sowing and reaping, or planting good seed to harvest great rewards, is the single most important message any Christian could hear in learning how to live a more meaningful and prosperous life. In his opening four days of this life-changing five-day series on planting good seed, Pastor Ray explains this amazing mystery as you've never heard it before. His pivotal verse in Galatians 6, God will not be mocked, for whatever man sows, that he will also reap, takes on new life and meaning as Pastor skillfully outlines the godly principle of the benefit of planting those good seeds. You'll be amazed to hear what other seeds, besides money, should be sown into what it should be planted. And God's guarantee that planting any good seed always produces a good harvest. Stay tuned to this powerful message. It could literally change your life. So Galatians chapter 6, and uh, we talked specifically about verse 7, and we talked about the principle of sowing and reaping just for a little bit. We pointed out in verse 7, it says, do not be deceived, God is not mocked. God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Really important um, teaching because you're going to find as a believer that your whole life is really governed by this principle of sowing and reaping. And it really touches every area of your life. As a matter of fact, what you find um, in this, this particular portion of Scripture, if you were to go up to uh, chap, uh, verse 6 of chapter 6, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Now, if you understand that word share, it means to communicate in a financial way. If you study that word out, it doesn't mean, it doesn't simply mean, it could mean partially this, it doesn't simply mean that, you know, all, you know, say, Eddie, you preach the good word and just want to tell you preach the good word. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that. It means to communicate in a tangible way, in a financial way, share with your teacher. And in this particular case, it's not just anyone who teaches, but it's one one who has given his life uh, to, the, to the ministry of teaching and preaching God's word. What you can learn from this particular verse is that he's talking about ministers and he's talking about sowing into their life financially. So he said, let him who's taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Then he goes to say, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, a man's going to reap. So he's, he's telling you, he's got, listen, God is not going to be mocked. Whatever it is that you sow, it is going to have an effect in your life, and it's going to come back on your life. And so, but you see now, we also, we have to investigate this a little bit more deeply because it's not only talking about money. And this is where we get mixed up in the body of Christ, is every time we see this verse or this verse comes up, it's always being used um, to take an offering or to talk about, you know, finances. And although this is a general subject, the subject of sowing and reaping, because as I said before, it does govern and it will affect every area of your life. But it's not only about money. It's not just about, but we always think of it, we always hear 
hear it being used um, when we're talking about offerings or giving and this kind of thing. But if you really see and you look at this verse more deeply, the very first part of it, verse 6, is talking about money. But then he goes on to say in verse 8, For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. So now he's talking about in the same verse the principle of sowing and reaping as it has effect or has, as it regards to our moral condition and our moral life and the way we live morally on this earth. Amen. Woo, somebody said woo. Yeah, I, I say woo too because this, this can be a hard principle. You see, if you're only looking at it from a financial aspect, that's great. But you have to understand that it doesn't only cover your money and what you do with it and sowing it into the kingdom and into the people of God and blessing the, the teachers and pastors and so on and so forth. But it has to do with your moral conduct. It has to do with the way you live your life and what you're giving out of your life because it says very clearly that for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit, and that means not to the Holy Spirit, it means to your spirit, to your spirit being will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. So the way that we sow into our lives, the way that, and really bottom line to this, to this, and let's just talk about this for a minute because then we'll get to, to another aspect of this. But basically speaking is that we need to be very careful the way we're living our lives and what we're doing with our spirit being and what we're sowing. In, and, and really, I'm going to tell you, sowing into your life, um, into your spirit happens a couple of ways. It's not only what comes out of you, but it's what you allow into you. You see, it's, it's what you allow in that's going to have an effect on your moral conduct and the direction of your life. Now, this is rolling around in my spirit, and I don't mean this in any way of a judgment or because I don't know. But, you know, we hear again of a, of a, of a movie star, of a, a, not a movie star, but I guess she was a movie star too, but Whitney Houston, you all heard, right? We hear again of a person who, who grew up in the church, sang in the choir, got their start in the choir, went off into the world, had an unbelievably fa fabulous career, and dies probably of a drug overdose. You know, I don't know anything about this woman. I don't know anything about her life. I know very, very little about her. I only know a couple of songs that she sung. But it would seem to me that someone who knew the Lord, who grew up in the church and sang in the church and ended up in that condition, it would seem to me that there was some wrong sowing going on in her life. Now, I don't mean that as a judgment. I don't mean that as a criticism. I mean that to awaken the body of Christ to say, we've got to obey these principles of sowing and reaping. And if you, if you disobey, if, if you're rebellious against these principles of sowing and reaping, or you just turn a deaf ear, or you just become resistant to these principles of sowing and reaping, it could be detrimental to your life. I mean, it could, it could cause tremendous, tremendous harm to you. Because you see, most of us coast through life thinking it's all up to God, you know, whatever God wills, whatever God wants, but really it's not. What, what we have to awaken to is this thought, to this fact, to this reality, that we really control our lives in this earth more than God does in this earth. That we as independent, free will thinking, free thinking, free will human beings have more control over our lives than God does. Now God's going to help us. God's going, to guide, God's going to speak to us. God's going to put all kinds of people and things in our way to try to persuade us to go in the right way. But if we persist and we resist the leading of the Spirit, 
We are sowing bad things, bad seed into our life, and the ultimate end is that we could reap destruction. See, and, and I look, you know, because we have a whole line of, of people, uh, and I'm tired, I'm tired of seeing, as it relates to this most recent in, uh, instance here that we're talking about, I'm tired of seeing those who have been anointed by God go the way of destruction. And for whatever reason, maybe they just didn't have good teaching. That's why, you know, that's why I, God put upon my heart that this was going to be a teaching church. That we're going to teach and feed and fill as much as we can, as much as I can do it, fill and feed the Word of God so that you'll have everything that you need to live this life in victory and to walk on top of the circumstances and not succumb, not succumb to the pressures and the temptations that come against uh, all of us in a way that it will ultimately reap destruction or cause destruction in your life. You see, no, no believer who's got his, or has his heart set on obeying God and following the principles of God should end up with destruction or in destruction, right? Uh, the, the truth of the matter is if you sow the right stuff, you're going to reap the right stuff. Amen. You see, if, if you're keeping yourself in the right place, you're going to end up in the right place. So, so this principle of sowing, reap, let me show you another verse as it relates to the moral aspect, the moral conduct that we, we live by. Um, let's go over to Romans and this is just one little snapshot. There are many other instances, but I thought this one was good. So let's go over to Romans chapter 8, and let's, let's look at verse 5. And it would do you a lot of good to read uh, the book of Romans, but let's just, let's just focus in on verse 5 for a moment. And um, it says here, for, is everybody there? It says, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Whoa. Whoa. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, now you know, he is talking about unsaved people, but also a lot of times there are saved people that live this way. And you see, you have to be very, very careful that your mind is set on the things above and that you're keeping. That's why we know in those verses in Philippians, it says, you know, think on these things. You know, we know in the book of Hebrews, the Bible tells us to take every thought captive and make it obedient unto Christ. Because if you let your mind go, you're going to start sowing the wrong stuff or allow the wrong stuff to be sowed in your life. And you're going to end up reaping destruction or corruption. When you've really been saved and washed by the blood of Jesus and given eternal life and the Spirit of God lives in you, you've been programmed by God, touched by God, filled by His presence to go out and to be more than a conqueror and to overtake and to bring down every dictate, every temptation, every lust, everything that would try to drive you in the wrong direction. You've got the power. Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. But if you keep sowing the wrong information, if you keep sowing the wrong stuff, that principle of sowing and reaping will actually work against you and it will cause corruption or destruction. Now, if you work the principle the right way, you see, that's why I know that maybe sometimes it sounds like a commercial or me pressuring, you know, I sound like a nagging parent. I know it. You need to be in church. Turn to somebody and say, you need to be in church. Why? Not just to come and do your duty. Not to just come and say, I went to visit God. You know, somehow people get this religious idea I need to go to church, you know, because it makes me feel good. Well, if that's all church does, then, man, you're there for the wrong reason. 
You need to be here because you need to be fed. You need to be encouraged. You need to be adjusted. You need to be kept on course. You need to be kept in the right direction because there are all kinds of forces that are trying to draw you every which way. And I don't care how smart you are, how good looking you are, how much success you have, how much money you have, what kind of profession you're in. You are a human being and you fall under the same pressure as everybody else. And sometimes I wonder, like some of these people we hear about that this, this stuff happens, I wonder if they get so, so famous and so wealthy and so high on the hog that somehow they think that this is beneath them and they don't need God anymore. And what they don't realize is that they're sowing, they're sowing something into their life that's going to reap destruction because there's no peace other than the peace that God gives. Money doesn't give you happiness. Fame doesn't give you happiness. It gives you momentary, feels good, and we need money, and we should have money. It makes me feel good, but that's not the source of my joy. That's not the source of my, my hope. It's not the source of my peace. I'm, I'm not down. Listen, I'm not downplaying it, man. I've been on both sides. I've been poor, and I've been rich, and I like rich better. Is everybody with me? Right? But, but, but that, can, that cannot be what you're trusting in. And I wonder, I don't know if this is the truth, but I wonder, but it would seem to me that someone who is a Christian and a believer, if they're sowing the right stuff into their life, they should be reaping the right stuff. But it says right here, he says, they have those who live according to the flesh, have their minds on the things of the flesh. And you could use, you know, we can interchange it this way. This is Pastor Ray's version. Those who sow to the flesh reap of the flesh, right? But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of God, the Word, and live according to the principles of God, they reap of the Spirit. They're going to reap the blessings of God. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, if you go down to verse 13, it says, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Now, if you repeatedly live according to the dictates of the flesh, that's why, you know, I, I don't have a problem telling people we need to be radical. That's why I don't tell people we need to. Listen, we live in a day you've got to live very carefully. Don't turn me off right now back there. We need to live very, very carefully, really adjusting our lives according to the word of God every day of our lives because it's so easy for us to slip away. It's so easy for us to get a wrong mindset, as he says here, and to get ourselves, our mindset on carnal. I can't tell you the believers I know that are in this condition right now, and they think they're doing fine. And you ask them if they believe in, in the law. Oh, yeah, you're going to heaven. Oh, yeah, I'm going to heaven because I believe in Jesus. But they're sowing to their flesh. They're living by the dictates and the temptations and the desires of the flesh. What they don't realize is that this principle of sowing and reaping is in effect in their lives. And ultimately, if they don't change their way at some point, it's going to reap destruction or corruption in their life. And you see, you see that you can't blame God. You know, um, uh, it's sort of like this, you know, God has given us the, 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 the promise of good health. I pray above all that you be in health and prosper. You prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. But we know, and I've taught this a hundred times, you can't disobey the natural laws and think that somehow the spiritual laws are going to get you out of trouble or keep you out of trouble. Very good. Not going to happen. You have to obey both. 
There are natural laws. There are spiritual laws. You can't disobey the natural laws and think that somehow you're going to override them because you're protected by the spiritual law. That's not going to happen. You have to obey both those those laws, both those principles in order to have full protection. See, you can say, I I, I quote that verse in John chapter, uh, I'm sorry, 3 John. I pray above all that you prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. I thank you, Lord, that my soul's prospering, that I'm in health and I'm prosperity. But you can't, you can't beat up your body and think that you're going to live in good health and live a long life. It's never going to happen. You can't violate those principles. Whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. See, if, if, let, me, let me bring it down. Now, I'm not getting on anybody here tonight, but I'm trying to help you to understand this principle in a much deeper, broader way. If you sow potato chips, popcorn, Coca-Cola, ring dings, devil dogs, come on. If you sow this into your body constantly, what you're going to reap? Diabetes. <laughs> Dr. Gasses, diabetes. Heart disease, diabetes. And now they're even saying cancer. See, what we don't realize, now I want to get on this health thing because you all know that I'm a health nut, but I'm going to get on it for a minute because what you sow is what you're going to reap. You see, you see, food is really your medicine if you really look at it properly. Food is your medicine, but it can also be your poison because if you eat the wrong food, it's poison. But if you eat the right food, it's going to be health to you. It's going to, it's going to help you. And sustain. Am I right, Dr. Gale? You're a medical doctor. You know it. It's the truth. See? But you see, the principle of sowing, if, if believers would come to this understanding, again, I'm going to go back to what I said in the beginning. Whenever we hear sowing and reaping, all we think about is money. But this is far greater and far deeper than just money. It's everything you're sowing into your life is going to reap something. It affects your life at every level. Every level, every level. The way you raise your kids, whatever you're sowing into your kids is what you're going to reap from them. If you're sowing the right things in them, you're going to reap the right things from them. If you're not sowing the right things, then you're not going to get good things back. In all of your relationships, whatever you sow, whatever you sow into your marriage is what you're going to get back from your marriage. Come on, you see, this principle covers every single... That's why... Now listen, this is important. That's why... We must live very, very, very carefully. Live according to the Spirit. Live according to the rules that God has laid down. Live according to His principles. And when I mess up, you know my little saying, when I mess up, fess up immediately. Because that's what breaks bad sowing in your life. You see, that's what will uproot bitter sowing is when you Confess. See, confession to bad seed that you've sown in your life is like putting weed killer on the grass, killing all the bad weeds. See, you, you, you sowed grass seed, but the birds came along and dropped some weeds and the wind blew in some weeds. The way you undo the weeds is you should put the weed killer. The weed killer in your life against bad sowing is fessing up, repenting, making it right. That's what rips up the bad. See, but often people don't do that. And then they wonder, why am I, why am I reaping something here? Uh, because bad seed was somewhere sown along the way. So whatever, whatever you're doing at every realm, that's why you have to live very carefully. Whatever, whatever, you, whatever you do has the potential to come back into your life. And we only look at this sowing and reaping principle as it relates to money and finances and this kind of thing. But that's why I say, you see, see um, if, you, um, 
if you hold unforgiveness towards somebody else, then when it's your turn, when you're in need of forgiveness from somebody, it's not going to come your way that easily. You see, it's not going to come. Why? Because you didn't sow it. And if you don't sow it, you can never reap it back into your own life. That's why all my life, all my, my Christian life, I've purposed to treat people right and to respect and to honor people because I look at it as a song. Even when people have made me mad, even when people have hurt me, even when people have stolen from me, even though I'm mad on the inside and I might blow some steam in, in my family, you know, the presence of my family, just to get it off my chest, I purpose in my heart to forgive them and to speak the right things about the situation too because I realize that everything that comes out of my mouth and everything, every action that comes out of my life is a sowing and it's going to bring, it has the potential to bring something back into my life. Now, if I use, it, if I use the principle properly, then I have a greater chance, uh, a sure chance, because it is the word of God, to bring good things back into my life. So he says, he says God is not going to be mocked. In other words, let me elaborate on that a little bit. This principle of sowing and reaping is not going to change. Let me say it this way. This principle of sowing and reaping cannot be overruled by any human being. This principle of sowing and reaping is not going to change because you don't like it. This principle of sowing and reaping at every level of life, you need to look at every aspect of your life and see it as sowing and reaping. The principle covers every area of your life. You cannot change. God will not be mocked. In other words, his principle will not be put to shame by you or me or by anybody else. Whatever a man sows is what a man is going to reap. That's why, as it relates to what we're talking about tonight, you can't live in habitual sin. You can't live habitually disobeying God. You can't live habitually turning a deaf ear to the promptings of the Spirit. You can't live habitually doing things that you know are not right in the sight of God and are against God's word and think that somehow you're going to reap a blessing down the road. Now, I go back to our, our subject tonight or, or the person we're talking about here, you know, this, this uh, movie star, singer. Fabulous, wonderful, sweet from what they say about her. But you can't tell me that her life was right with God. You can't tell me that she was serving God. You can't tell me that she was sowing the right things into her life. Can't be. Because the word of God will never fail and the word of God will never... See, everyone who trusts in the Lord will not be put to shame. The word of God is sure and the word of God works. So I, I, I mean, I just speak to everybody here tonight that, you know, whatever, whatever it is in your life, you know, understand this principle that everything you sow has the potential to bring back a harvest in your life. Either a good one or a not so good one. And that's why we have to be very, very careful the way we live our lives. I'm tired of seeing too many of God's children going, you know, going by the wayside or, or ending up on the spirit, ending up on, in the spiritual junkyard because they didn't obey the principles of sowing and reaping. See, and, and we control it. It's, 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 it's not God controlling our, I got to get people out of this mindset because religion has screwed men up. Religion has made, has taken our responsibility totally out of the picture and put it all on God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.